Retirement. That's a fuzzy place somewhere in the future for many people. Do we have to retire? How do we prepare for it? Will we really be free? And what does that mean exactly? I'm going to answer these questions and more as I travel the road. I'll cover different topics related to having the life you want. I don't pretend to have all the answers, so sometimes I'll have a guest who knows more than I do about a particular subject. I'm Jackie Doucette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Just sit back, relax, and let me lead you on a journey to freedom. Hi, and welcome to episode 20 of Beyond Retirement. Over the last couple of episodes, I've been rambling a bit about how to figure out how much money you need in order to retire and how to increase how much money you have available by identifying the various extras you pay for that you could possibly do without. One of the questions I was asked a while ago is, how do you save enough money for the future and still live a fulfilled life in the present? Doing without isn't a lot of fun, is it? As a society, we aren't generally very good at getting along with less than what we feel we're entitled to. It's that way with everything. As soon as you feel like you're deprived of something, you want it even more, right? Think about anyone who's ever tried to go on a weight-reducing diet program. As soon as they get started, they're immediately craving all the so-called bad-for-them foods, even if they didn't really eat them much before. Take me, for example. When I was diagnosed with celiac disease a number of years ago, I had to change my eating patterns. I thought I'd been doing a good job eating only whole grain breads and stuff like that, but apparently not. So I tossed out all the multigrain foods and zeroed in on rice and corn-based products. It was hard at first, and I was completely going overboard whenever I found a gluten-free display in a store. I bought cookies and cakes and muffins and squares, things I rarely ate at all when I was eating a full range of ingredients. But for some reason, since I was now limited in what I could eat, I suddenly had to have all the desserts I could get my little hands on. Eventually, the novelty of finding something gluten-free wore off, and I stopped searching so desperately for dessert items. Naturally, I still get excited about some things when I see them, especially if it's something that I really like. Okay, that was a bit of a tangent. Sorry about that. What I was trying to say is that it's hard to do without the extras we get used to having. I suggested last week maybe cutting back on some of the entertainment expenses, movie channels on TV and Netflix online, for example. Maybe you don't need both subscriptions. It's just a matter of degree and desire and what fulfills you. So what does it mean to lead a fulfilled life in the present? That's the first question you have to answer for yourself if you're going to figure out how to live it. Each person's definition is going to be different, and when you ask someone whether or not they're fulfilled in their life, you may be surprised to hear that many people aren't. But not because they're not happy with their lives. I think it's more a matter of not really taking the time to examine your life too closely most of the time. To know whether or not you're fulfilled, you have to have set some sort of goals for yourself, and you need to be actively pursuing those goals so you have some milestones to gauge your journey. I think fulfillment is an ongoing process, so to live a fulfilled life in the present means recognizing your place in your surroundings and figuring out what you can do to improve things for yourself and for those around you, because one part of fulfillment comes from the knowledge that you've made a positive difference in something. 
and it undoubtedly means stumbling a bit once in a while, because nothing worthwhile is ever achieved without some mistakes along the way. I think the key to personal fulfillment comes from a repeated cycle of events or happenings. First you figure out who you are and how you fit into your life and into the world around you. Then you start to think or imagine what you could possibly do, and as you try to do those things, you stumble a bit, sometimes you fall. This repeats itself until you succeed, and then you feel all the accolades of that success for a while. Then it's back to routine and maybe some boredom as the things that you succeeded at become normal for you. And the memory of that old joy pushes you forward to seek new opportunities and the cycle starts again. And the cycle continues throughout your life as you grow and expand into new and unexplored dimensions of personal fulfillment. So there you have it. Go forth and be fulfilled. If only it was that simple, right? To lead a fulfilled life now and still have money. Back to the question at hand. You need to look at what you want to accomplish overall and step it back to activities you can do now to work toward that accomplishment. For example, if you want to help make the world a better place, you could volunteer to build homes for Habitat for Humanity. There's definitely a sense of fulfillment in being part of something big like that. But you could do smaller things too. Volunteer at your local food bank, sit on a board for a shelter, be a big brother or a big sister. None of these will cost you much money, allowing you to save up your hard-earned cash for the future, as long as you're living within your means now. Like I said earlier, fulfillment is different for everyone. If you're only going to be feeling fulfilled by having a big car, a big house, and lots of toys, you're probably not going to be able to save any money for the future at the same time. I realize I'm not solving anyone's cash flow problems. I'm just giving you some ideas about what you could do to feel more fulfilled without spending more money. I hope you'll tune in next week when I'm going to talk a little bit about the responsibilities of family life as they relate to getting yourself prepared for a life of traveling. I know not everyone wants to spend their retirement traveling, but in case you haven't caught that idea from my website and my blog, my journey beyond retirement is all about finding ways to travel. Thanks for tuning in today. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, review the show, and leave me a rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. If you've got any questions or comments, drop by my website, www.beyondretirement.ca, and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week.